0: We've got actress and podcast host Krista Allen, our game Let's Get F'd, and Tinder Gold today on It's Complicated.
1: You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli. Coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Struggle is real when you're dating in the city.
0: I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren, and today our drink of the day is Fit. Vine wine that's right kids uh our guest krista is an ambassador for this brand and she claims that you can have a whole bottle of wine to yourself and not get hungover. not that she's actually done that or maybe she has but that's what she claims because fit vine has a special fermentation process that removes and lowers some of the sugar levels in their wine so their philosophy is they crush the grapes so you can crush life uh like it, and it's also very good,
2: yeah, and cheers. we had this
0: on our Tom Girl um interview as well. Yes, so we can vouch it's delicious.
2: <sighs> can't wait to have some wine to kick off this day. Guys, like we mentioned, we have Krista Allen in the studio again. Mm-hmm. She's back because we just can't get enough of her pretty face. You mm-hmm. know, guys, Krista is the gorgeous model and actress. Um, best known for her work in the television series Days of Our Lives, Baywatch Hawaii, Married with Children, Friends, CSI, and Two and a Half Men, just to name a few classics. Yeah. She also starred in the movies Final Destination, Liar Liar, and... Anger management. Ugh. Oh, that's a, a lot. So you guys have probably seen Kristen on all of those things, but you can most
0: recently watch her on her reality show Growing Up Supermodel on Lifetime. It's on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. This docuseries follows the family dynamics of unpredictable careers of modeling hopefuls who par- whose parents include... Some of the famous, like actress Shana Moakler, she married uh, Oscar De La Hoya and had a baby. Actress Kelly LeBrock, actor Steven Seagal, and supermodel Beverly Peer and Peel and the- their children, including Krista and her son. So they're having they they kind of go through like having a recognizable last name is a double edged sword and it generates opportunities for the kids. But it also kind of creates expectations that might be hard to reach. So it's sort of it shows the life. And, you know, I think some people think like, oh, well, they're just so and so's daughter or son. So they've got it all made. But it's not always that easy. So and then for the parents, they discover that being a star is easier than raising one.
2: I would assume so. Yeah. There's a lot that probably comes with living up to expectations, and also, I don't know. Just we'll hear more about that, yeah, am sure. Will. And so, we will. while Krista is getting all candid and real on TV, she's also airing it all out on her brand new podcast. Oh, so effed yeah. up, it's funny, yeah, where you can listen to Krista and her comic and celebrity guests explore their own personal debaucheries. While diving into the juicy world of self-help, each week you join them in breaking th- breaking down the chapters of these self-help books that everyone's reading and, and subscribing to. But are they really all they're cracked up to be? Maybe they're really just effed up. I don't and know. And it's funny. And it's funny. So guys, if you want, you know, advice, you've come to the right place because... They're the funniest people you will ever get advice from. That's right. And we know Krista,
0: we know her as the beautiful actress that we've seen all over TV and the big screen. But who is the real Krista? Hmm. These days, you can take a glimpse into her real life because she is showing it to us through her podcast and her reality show and her stand-up. It does not get more real than that, guys. Mm -mm. So we're going to get Krista in here. We're going to ask Krista about her real life, past and present relationships that have a real lasting effect on her and how she feels her art affects her life on stage and in reality we also have it's doggy daycare in here guys oh yeah we've got pups
2: pups galore we have
0: mochi and zoe in here and maybe they'll jump in front of the camera at some point but if you see us wrangling them that's what we're doing or Mm -hmm. if you hear growling noises if you're listening it's the pups. <laughs> yeah, It's not
2: us. Or maybe. <laughs> we'll or see. Or maybe, it depends. Just depends. Um but first guys, before we get into everything with Krista, we're going to fill you in on what we've been up to the last week, so let's air our dirty laundry. Do it. Um I actually a week ago had a college reunion with some a girlfriend of mine that I went to college with. Uh and she and I had drinks and it was so much fun that we saw each other the next night for um a pop-up shop. Our girlfriend started a swimwear line called Axel Swim. Wow. Um yes. Anna Ochoa, who we've had on the show oh, before. Oh, gosh, I didn't
0: realize she was doing that. Yeah,
2: and so I'm actually having another college reunion tonight with that same girlfriend— Anna, and then another girlfriend who started the line with her, so it's... Fun! I, You know, maybe it's just a standing Thursday night thing. I don't know. So we'll see. Um, then on Friday night I had Girls Night in. Mochi and I uh, stayed in with Mochi's best friend Nora, mm. who's another pup. And I babysat... Yeah, just, to, just to be com- not to be confused with the human best friend. Right. Nora. A puppy best friend. And so I babysat the girls, and we all watched Grace and Frankie on Netflix. Oh my god. And by we all, I mean I did, while they were bouncing around in front of me and behind me, and It was cute. It was cute. Um, And then on Saturday, I had my own LA marathon, which consisted of yoga, then brunch with you Mm -hmm. and your boyfriend's daughter Mm -hmm. and your boyfriend's dog and mochi yeah and all girls all girls are a thing it was really lovely and then i went wine tasting with two more girlfriends and then i went and watched the fight with a bunch of friends so Jeez. that was a long day it was a lot of fun and then sunday i just sort of like hung out relaxed i had coffee with a guy friend who i couldn't tell if he was hitting on me or Ooh. not hitting on me it was the weirdest thing ever huh. but he was telling me about other girls but he was also making jokes like huh that's why we would never work out i'm like what what are we talking I about? I don't know. I was so confused. So we'll that's see weird. what happens. Okay, well, I don't know. Maybe that's something you can figure out. I will explore that at a later date.
0: Yeah, brunch was fun. Um later that day I was shopping with my boyfriend's daughter, and then we you know, we did um the fight night at his house, and I, I went shopping and got um like all the fixins and we made like a chili bar for people and I didn't realize this until I was just thinking back on it. I was there with all guys and I was like, Oh, wait. Oh, I didn't even, like, really realize that I just – not that it's really a thing or not. I just didn't even think about that dynamic at all. But we all, like – my boyfriend turned his backyard into, like, a bar, basically. There's, like, a bar and a shuffleboard table and cornhole and a fire pit and it's, like – you know, he's like, I love that I just turned my backyard into a bar. So, bar game. So, it was fun. We stayed up way late, and I don't know how I did that. Um, the fight was amazing. I really like watching that kind of stuff, even though it sort of stresses me out. I think that it was a nice, you know, uh, it was a nice like in- injection of excitement to the boxing world that gets kind of boring sometimes. Totally. Um, And then recently there was a back-to-school night for my boyfriend's daughter, and it was nice that I got asked by some of the room moms to like, oh, do you want to be involved in the room mom activities? I was like, sure, and I totally want to, and now my boyfriend is camping with our friend up in Yosemite, and he has no cell phone service, and I'm watching his dog and his daughter, and I'm like – it, you know, that's what you do, like, when you're in a partnership and that, you know, sometimes people need to go have their, you know, alone time. He just took a test for a job and it got him uh, – to a new level. And so he studied really hard and he needs the break. And it's like, that's what you, I think that's an important thing to pay attention to. We talk about dating and relationships is that balance and that support. And, you know, it's a holiday weekend and I am alone with all the things and it's fine. I have it covered. I'm just saying it's all about balance and support. When I want to have a girl's weekend with a bunch of wine and other things, then it's all. F- he will be there to take care of the things.
2: Totally well, because that is called support. And balance. Yes. Um, so, guys, we have a new segment. Yeah. You spoke and we listened. Our viewers and listeners have sent us some questions. So we're going to address them in a little thing we like to call We, we need, need to, to talk. talk. So our first listener question is from Stephen Froon. Froond. Froond.
0: Froond.
2: The point is that um, he asked us a question. He explained um, that he's heard us talk a couple times about the slow burn versus the instant connection, and yeah. what he uh, said after having uh, heard an evolutionary evolutionary psychologist mm-hmm. uh, comment on a different podcast called Beat Your Genes. Um, they said that repeat exposure uh, actually, you know, has men and women kind of get to know each other more and, and like each other more. So yeah. it's it's persistence, really, that then creates you know, the... The repeat exposure affects women like
0: they like men more that they've gotten to know over time. Right. This guy is basically saying the slow
2: burn is what is works for women and the lasting effect, like leaves a lasting effect. It does. Now, so Stephen asked us, you know, is... Uh, His question is, how do you decide to continue seeing someone from a first date in an online dating context where there's not the physical connection right from the jump? Yeah. And he feels that this is probably a common problem that both men men and women face uh, when they're out there dating. uh, Sorry, we've got pups in here. Dating apps and things like where you're meeting a perfect stranger. (laughs) So our dogs obviously feel very strongly about this. what do you think about this? So I'm going to tell you my opinion. You tell her. I'm going to put her on the couch and maybe we can make her talk. Great. Okay, so um, I think that that there are certain key things that will make me want to give somebody a second chance even if right off the bat i'm not like super attracted to them um if they maybe have a similar sense of humor or if they seem like a good match on paper and logically speaking um and i know that i should give this person another chance if i don't get a visceral reaction from them (laughs) and feel like i need to barf <laughs> uh, that is how I'll know. You know, I could give them one more chance if they don't make me kind of like feel icky or make me uneasy because of their energy or whatever they're putting out. I think it's I'm back. great. Um, so it's really yeah. just a matter of them being a great person and understanding that this could be a good match for me. Right. And so then I but, would give them another chance. Okay. So you subscribe to the slow burn. Uh, no, not necessarily. I subscribe to giving people second chances. But but okay, fine. Maybe a slow burn sounds long for you, but you sounds subscribe,
0: <laughs> you like a long process, I yes. mean, but you can be down with not, if you don't have an instant connection, you're not like, okay, bye. Right. Okay, so that's that's sort of and I think that we all look for that. I think that the problem is we all look for that and we all think that that's going to happen and we all have felt it before. So when we don't feel it, we're like, "Oh, well that must not I don't feel that way for him." So and I think that in my current situation, I obviously there was a connection on some level between my boyfriend and I, but I have had other very strong like chemical connections with other people that didn't turn into anything or did or didn't who knows I, I don't know if the end result is necessarily related to the first thing but I do know that I can say I felt both the quick instant attractions turned into nothing they do say coincidentally and they happen one,
2: fast they also
0: fizzle out fast yeah too, so. so I don't know but I know that it was a slow burn from my boyfriend and I and So,
2: I remember actually going back to when you guys started dating, um, one of the things you said when describing him, you were like, Well, he's a great guy, and I want to keep seeing him because I know that he's, yeah, he is somebody that is somebody I should be with and date, and he's great. Yeah. And I know that he's great. So, and then the
0: like, there was attraction there, but the extreme attraction came with time, which is what this psychologist said. So, I subscribe to it.
2: So, anyway, I hope that answers
0: your question. And Uh. if not, We could probably just keep talking. (laughs) That's right. And uh, let us know. Find us on um, Complicated
2: Show, like on the socials, and ask us questions. Do it. Um, and guys, we're going to pack up our emotional baggage and meet our favorite loves and baggage claim. Uh, yeah. So, you know, in relationships, there's often the one person who's a complete wreck. And then there's the one who's the rock. And, you know, they compliment each other. And that's lovely. But uh, our wreck of the week goes to Luanne Delessops because we all saw her last straw coming from a mile away. Yeah. Oh. I feel kind of bad for her. But, you
0: know, she obviously just sat down uh, with Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live. And... You know, she talks about the divorce.
2: Yeah. So she filed, and why she filed finally was because um, the weekend right before the reunion, and I don't know if you guys watched it, but she did make a comment about how she stayed in a hotel before the reunion, and it was because, we find out, she found out that Tom hung out with an ex-girlfriend and a group of people. Which
0: is what Ramona was referring to, I believe.
2: Yeah. So that she knew that Tom was doing these things, and so... Finally, it was the straw that broke the camel's back because she only found out through the, like, I don't know, some news probably page six yeah they always fucking talk about. right so um basically she was like i can't anymore at this point it's in the news again and like Mm -hmm. this really happened and so um this was also after she had gotten mad at him at a different point in time where she grabbed his face and they reported that she slapped Slapped him him. either way she grabbed his face if you're that mad already and you've only been married for seven months and this guy's got rumors swarming around him Mm -hmm. and the only reason you got married was to save face i think it's time we call a spade a spade and yeah Sorry, you're the wreck, but maybe you'll become a rock later. Maybe you learn from your mistakes. I feel
0: exactly, and you know, hey, listen, everyone goes through shit. You got to pick up the pieces and become, you know, find some strength in your weakness or whatever. But speaking of picking up pieces, Vanessa Grimaldi is picking up the pieces because she and Nick Via, how do you say his last Vial? name? Vial, Vial. I don't know. Vial. I don't know. Mm. They called off their engagement, and she went back to Canada, and then she's a teacher, and so she's doing all the whatever. She's with her friends and family, and you know. She is, you know, coming out saying, like, it's okay to feel heartbroken and it's okay to cry and, you know, go through it. And it's true. You do have to go through it. Um, And then they, you know, also – uh, announced, like, a joint statement that sort of was like, you know, we've decided to end our engagement. And it's all very, like, politically diplomatic. Like, I
2: like, though, that they both went off social media. Like, they... Yeah. It's not like they were posting that they were the happiest people ever doing no. whatever they were doing. They weren't, like, rubbing it in each other's faces. We don't see them with other people. Yeah. And I would like to just believe that they're handling this amicably and responsibly and maturely and being careful with each other's feelings. Yeah. And so that's why... She's our rock of the week. Yes. Because she's got her shit together. She's
0: got her shit together, but she's also not pretending that, like... In her, I'm crying. That doesn't mean you're not a rock. It just means you are in, owning it, owning whatever process is part of the process for you. Yeah. So, also, guys, speaking of Bachelor, there's Bachelor in Paradise in our reality <sighs> recap. We're going to get into reality TV land and what we saw this week. Bachelor in
2: Paradise, I don't even, I can't. I mean, it is one crazy mess. It is so, it's like one disaster after another. So, very quickly, um, if you haven't seen this week's two episodes, so it's Jasmine thought she and Matt were like going to be the next couple to come out of Bachelor in Paradise until he then went out with Kristen, who's the virgin. And they also call her scalp fingers because she scallops <laughs> yeah. with her bare hands, which is super fucking weird. Um, so anyway, uh, Matt oh, goes so out weird. with her on the most like boring date that has ever existed and then comes back and realizes I don't like either of these bitches. But I don't want to leave anyone without, like, a rose because that's rude, too. And, like, one of them well, I to Well, because they get stay. caught up in the game. It's just, like, why The Bachelor works. Right. Yeah. So he actually leaves and then comes back to, like, present his rose to Jasmine so that she can stay around one more week because she <laughs> Stupid. Des- deserves to find love. Which, by the way, this is, like... All in all, I think like a four week process So like to find love that fast and all this stuff be going on. I don't really know. But uh, then she's on a Jasmine's on a mission, though, to like make Kristen's life hell because she goes on a date with Matt and she's like swearing she's going to like cause a ruckus. And all she does is go and have a conversation very calmly. And it's like the like most anticlimactic bullying ever. And also don't bully people. It's rude. Um, It is rude. Otherwise, you have Robbie, who I thought was super hot in like a uh, whoever season before. I don't remember who the hell was before, oh, right but can't um, keep track. he is such a tool in it. Hurts my eyeballs, but he's now after Amanda, who is with Josh Murray, and they happen to be friends, and it's a whole love triangle there, and un- like very uncomfortable to watch. And then there's Dean with a love triangle himself; he's fi- like deciding between Christina, who's like super cute from Russia, and like really into him, and then Danielle L, who they call Dilo, I and know. Uh, he's like Christina is the one I should be with, but Danielle's so hot. And it's like, well, you're a douchebag and you should end up alone. They're
0: all just, anyway, we'll just see how it all folds out. But it is just like obviously going to be what it always is every other season. It's just like a bunch of dumb bullshit mess that is not real.
2: I can't imagine anyone coming out of the season falling in love. I mean, it it has happened, but mm, let's, you
0: know. Anyway, also, the Real Housewives reunion just ended. It was sort of, you know, not as crazy as the normal reunions are. It's basically the Bethany and Ramona show. And, you know, I really wish that we had gotten to see um, Luann's divorce sort of unfold. But it's kind of cool to go back in time and see now that she's going to have this special that she was referring to the hotel that she stayed in and whatever. Real Housewives of Orange County, you guys. um, Lydia is only 36. And that freaks me out because she has three children and is married and has this whole thing. And I'm like, holy shit, she just got two cars for her birthday and is being flown in a helicopter to Catalina. And she's like, I'm 36. And I threw up in my mouth a little. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to, and also I'm a little surprised. I mean, it's because she's so religious. I know that sounds like a stereotype, but it's true. That's how most religious people, super religious people, start their lives. Not all, but most, they get married very young and have all the kids. And um, she, but I'm surprised though because then she was like talking about balls and cutting his balls off, her husband's balls off, and that they want to, you know, have a, pa- a party, bonvoy, you know, balvoyage or whatever. It's actually kind of funny. Anyway. It's, you know, it's getting it's getting interesting, Orange County. It can get a little more dramatic. I would like to see that happening. But it's, you yeah. know, it's good to watch. It's fun. I all like right. it. I like those housewives. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Let's double tap that app because... We have Tinder Gold.
2: Yes. So you might have had Tinder. Are you going to do you this You might have Jen? had Tinder Plus. Now you could have Tinder Gold. And I don't know. I think maybe just because it sounds like one more layer of protection and weeding out the bad. I mean, it's a members. Icky.
0: Yeah, it's a members only service. And it, like, they aim and claim that they're getting you matches just like Tinder, but that it's easier for you. So, yeah, because you're
2: paying for it. Yeah. So um, it's got a ton of features that they you haven't seen before, like Passport, a rewind feature, you know, like in case you accidentally swipe. Like somebody no, but you really mean yes. Yeah, um, and it then, happens when you're swiftly moving. It, it's very quick. Um, and then unlimited likes. Um, you can have five. That's not unlimited, but so, anyway, yeah. um, you could have super likes. You can yeah, have super likes. A but... monthly profile boost that like gets you to the first place, or the, yeah, it's like I don't know. Anyway, so guys. Um, the Check best it one it, that comes with this is now it's the likes you feature. Yeah. So what that is is that you can see who likes you before you like them. Yes. So you can actually sift through the ones that are already the odds are in your favor. So your odds
0: are in your fa- exactly, and it's, just
2: cut through the bullshit because you're like, well, that's a, that's a. For so sure. if it
0: intimidates you and you don't want to get rejected, this could be the you know the app for you to pay for so that that you sort of take that that out of the. Out of the, the game, and it, it doesn't make you feel like scared or whatever.
2: Yeah, I wonder how much it costs though. That I didn't get. That I far. don't know, but you know, look
0: it up and check it out and go if on. If you're Tinder.
2: into, yeah, if Tinder's your app, then this is maybe the version you want to get because yeah. I mean, I would give it a shot just because I feel like Tinder's the, the OG app. Yeah. And now if they're like improving and doing things to like sift yeah, through it the could bullshit. Be good. I'm into it. It could be good. Give it a chance, guys. All right. We've got Krista Allen here again. Okay. So
0: Krista, center yourself so that we can see your beautiful face here. Put the microphone.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. I'm
0: just you know look up there at the those... camera and find... I feel like I'm on a leash. Well, maybe you are you with are, the, dogs. Like the dogs. And you can make... hi, baby. Oh, with mochi. mochi. Zoe wants to come next to you too. I think if you pat the couch, she might come up next to you and, and oh, cuddle with you. Oh,
1: she'll come up. Come she'll... on, Zoe. Get up here. Get up here. Come
2: but on. But Mochi will also try and command all come of here. your. T- yeah, exactly. You go here oh my god. You go oh, get get god. Zoe
0: up on camera, and come then I'm gonna have to
2: take all the photos. Come on, Zoe. So
0: good Okay. Oh my god, Krista.
2: is Yes. In it,
1: look at the baby. I'm in it to win it. Oh. I'm in it to win it,
2: guys. Um, Krista, look at me real fast. We're Jeez. taking pictures. I mean, that <laughs> is it's the like cutest. we're not even doing your show. <laughs> it's
0: like, oh, hi, are you guys here? Oh, well, we're worried about. Krista the dog. and the dogs. Um, thank <laughs> it you for can't coming, get cuter. I no, you can't. Thank actually. you for coming back again. Yeah, we always love having you. I
1: always love being here. And right. we were talking
0: about earlier, like you know, everyone knows you as you know an actress, and like you obviously you're playing characters and you're being kind of somebody else. But I think recently, like you've really opened up to like the real you with the things that you've been doing you've got a podcast you're doing stand up you're on a reality tv show like you're letting people see you. you
2: you're being Krista you're playing Krista well right but i've just never also had that opportunity to do <laughs> yeah. that either well,
1: but you know what i mean but yeah. it's it's like yeah it's 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 fun i think with like the comedy and stuff that's been super fun it's been a really crazy journey for me though because what i realized here's the fu- here's the funny thing is this is what i'm realizing right now is um I wrote a lot of my stand-up from such, like, the most insecure place because yeah. I thought it would be really funny. And it is. It is. But I walk off stage and I go, God, that that's not who I want to be. That's not that's, – that's who – that's, like, the fear part of me. Right. The more I get up on stage and the more I talk about these jokes or being codependent or needy or all these things, the more life imitates art. And then I start to spiral into it. Seriously, they're having – <laughs> He's sniffing her. No, she, she, she's she, she, Leslie. Oh.
2: It's Zoe. It's, it's okay. Zoe, Lezzy. you're on camera, Zoe. Also, Mochi's into it. She's, Mochi.
1: Oh, she's yeah. Mochi fine. looks
0: totally alarmed. And by not alarmed, I mean yeah, relaxed. No, yeah.
2: These dogs couldn't be happier. Anyway, yeah. so going back to you. The, the dog that's, whisper, but but that's So you it. feel
0: like the more you talked about these truths because I could see why, though, you would do that. Because if it's something you're feeling at the time and you're kind of poking fun at yourself because that it is sort of funny right. to make fun of something serious. And so if that's how you were feeling, then that's obviously what you're going to talk about. But yeah. then you feel like it probably became more real in actuality.
1: Right. Well, the funny thing is I picked something to start stand-up with that was relationship, that yes. was topical about dating a best friend and not knowing if I should be in that relationship or if I, if I'm staying in it too long based on mm. me not being able to leave. Right. And it was all these like insecurities and that was causing problems a little in that relationship because right. I started talking about things that were very personal. It was right. like, you know, and making, trying to make fun of me on the other end. They're right. the cutest thing. They're I can't so even cute. Focus. Hold on. I'm going to
0: put, I'm going to help you. You keep talking.
1: You're going to help
2: me? Mochi, come. There we go.
1: Why did you take them away from Because otherwise,
2: they're going to be the show, they're, and yeah. you're the show. It you no. Know, it's, were, like, too much. Yeah. So so it was it, too so much we, you'll,
0: So we'll just
2: be next to I you. I love it. Um, but anyway, so
1: I was, like, doing all this stuff, and the more that I would get and write write this stuff – I would start writing stuff about how I felt. And honestly, I felt crappy. Like, I don't want to think that. Like, I don't want to think that way. They were funny jokes. Right. And I i mean, you know, if I do say so myself, they were funny jokes that I thought other people could relate to. Yeah. yeah. I think and, they, and probably they can could.
2: They probably could. But at the end of the day, if you're coming off stage and you're like, God, I sound like an insecure, needy, or codependent because, girl.
1: Because that's exactly. I, I'm right. like, yeah. I mean, there's like a lot of jokes that I had that were very. Ugh, you know, like yeah. I, I don't know, but I just not who I want to be, and then, or maybe you just don't want to high. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to highlight it. Like there's other things that there's you can. There's more yeah. layers
2: to you. So I think if that's probably all right. you're leading with, then right. you probably felt like, wait, but now they only think that I'm this versus all these other things I am. Right. right.
1: It was just it was, go- but I was that at that time. Yeah. I, I guess the thing is, is I am I ever since my podcast and doing stand up and. Look, the reality show is a reality show yeah. and there's really, you know, reality TV is real the way reality porn is real. <laughs> it's, it's not, but you still get fucked and that's kind of the, that's kind of the, that's kind of the way that, that you see it. So right. that one is a little bit different. Stand-up and podcast, definitely, like. Going, how can I get honest? And how can I? What can I do? And that's been the funnest part about everything. Ah, stand <laughs> up, been the- stand
0: up, so you feel like you're more real when you're doing stand up.
1: I feel like I have. I, I feel like I have a. I feel like I have a voice to uh, target the things that I want to work on in, in myself that mm-hmm. I think maybe other people can relate to, but I don't want to do it from a victim place anymore because sure. it actually started to create like. Sure. My boyfriend was like literally looking at me the same way that I was doing stand up. So how can he respect what I'm doing, even I, yeah, though it's yeah. funny? There's like there's like a fine line with yes. all of that. And so if I'm right. just constantly talking about being needy and da 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 and like these things, then people can't see you in a certain way. It's like It's defining you, yourself it's, yeah. in just, one just, aspect. Just because you were on a stage and
0: doing it doesn't it's no different than like even just in your private life in a relationship if you are focusing on oh i know what's happening krista unwrap the um the micro- it's around your oh i see c- all right your, i'm going to fix I'm gonna it listen. and i'll talk yeah. so okay. uh, and i'll talk <laughs> um even in your relationship let's say there's like something that's bothering you yeah and you can you you know that there's a part of you that can maybe let it go but also you might need to talk about it a little bit to work through it so don't ignore it but the more you focus on it the more you talk about it the more you it, it's all you can get it's well, all it's you can get prophecy in the same yeah, way. It's totally. like it's the
2: secret. It's exactly, exactly. the, way. It's, it's, it's the it's, energy it's, you put out is what comes back So about. you know yeah. what?
0: You're ready to let it go. You worked through it in however way you did. It going yeah. to work for your stand-up at that time. Most people in your position would yeah. have done that anyway. I hit a wall. I hit a oh, wall sure. with the stand-up. I hit
1: a – not it with is stand-up. is very funny though. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, you come to see me. That is so and it's very funny. But, but I hit a wall emotionally and within myself going, I – I don't like this. I did two shows back-to-back last week, uh, like an 8 o'clock show and a 9 o'clock show, and I walked off the stage, and I went, I'm changing my entire set. I canceled four shows I had going up, and I'm in the middle of rewriting stuff right now because I'm like, I don't like it. So, so, hold (laughs) on. So, tell me, tell us what exactly you
0: were thinking. You got off the stage after two sets, and your I don't like it thought was
1: was just an overwhelming like I don't un- just jokes like look they're not I, I am not going to do it justice because there's buildups but it's things like you know um, so my my boyfriend does this thing it's really cute um it's, it's really cute he um he dresses up like himself and ignores me <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I play back I, I do the same thing I dress up like myself and give him a blowjob anyway oh god um, <laughs> so there's like. I- Oh, the, role play. Okay, but that isn't like one of the jokes. No, that's I, the theme of what it is and totally. it's consistently going what is wrong with you.
2: Like it almost sounds like you have no backbone and you're like, "But I do because I actually have a lot of issues with the things I'm making jokes about." Right.
1: Right. Yes, but is it really true? And I mean, there's I don't know. There were times I just go, "Where can I find where can I find like the the, the, the You know what? Honestly, they're the easiest jokes to do." Totally that's the thing
2: that's also where a lot of comedians start is easy jokes
1: starting and and
2: that's okay because a you're playing a character they're they're good
0: jokes though it's just for you yeah for you it's basically an exacerbation of the truth like you find a real issue and then you
1: sort of hype it up a little bit and then you hype it up and And then then it actually character. and then you believe it it. yep
2: well here's the thing i think that you are an analytical self-aware person so you might believe it because you're hearing yourself say it and you're reflecting on who Krista is. Whereas in the world of comedy, a lot of the times when you're watching comedy, you think that Krista Leah is this guy all the time. We're going to just give him as an example because that's the first one that came to mind. But when he gets off the stage, he's also a lot more quiet. He's so quiet. He's like reserved. A lot of comedians are very dark Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't expect that because you Mm -hmm. think they're always just making jokes. So I think ultimately while you are doing comedy that comes from some place of truth, it's still like you're saying an exact an exaggeration of the truth for the sake of hyperbole and making the point that people can relate to. Yeah. But you are you. So you take it a step further and you're like I don't want to be that person. So now what yeah. do you
0: what I mean without giving things away obviously because you're still working on things like where where have you shifted
1: where are you going with this and how is that actually affecting your I'm, personal life and your relationship? I, I'm just now working on this stuff. I I well I'm about, I just finished filming a movie mm-hmm. and I'm literally leaving next week to go film another movie Wowie. and then I have these two podcasts that are these podcasts that I'm this podcast that I'm doing I did two shows last week and then I'm trying to do the stand-up uh rewrite that and I've been I'm right now I'm, I'm writing premises okay. right now I'm writing things like, what are things that bug me about this? Or, you know, I, there's like this technique where you can bubble and you like put like what, what it is like the topic in the middle. And then you make little lines outside and go, this is like outside of that. And then you write like, you know, what what do you hate about this? What what do you love about this? The you know, the hard thing about being in a relationship or the scary thing and you go through and then you start to make these premises. So I Oh, that's like the process of writing a joke. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. We just learned
2: a major behind okay. the scenes? Right? Yeah,
1: but then it is you just kinda you just kinda get through this whole like you just go through it. So I'm in the middle of doing that, but it's coming from a place of I think I think where I'm right now going I I've been through so many shitty relationships and my thing is I have always blamed the I've always been the victim. That's the easiest way to say it. Okay. So I have I've I've always had this like victim mentality. All guys are jerks or uh, you know, I'm never going to be come first. In any capacity, hmm. um, <laughs> you know. Wait, no, I, uh, really, Krista, that surprises me to hear you say that.
2: Well, I think every
1: relationship I've ever been in is the same. But how much of it is actual truth, and no, how much of it that's is, been my belief system? But
0: but what if that's really what's happening to you? How do you tell the difference? What is what if you it, are in relationships where you're not coming first, and it, you're getting
1: absolutely because it's my belief system. It's what I'm
0: bringing so into my life. But
2: here's the thing, too. It, absolutely, a thousand percent. I say okay. that well, there's like a middle ground between what you're both saying because I can see why you're saying that because we know a lot about your most recent relationship and we weren't there for the ones before that but in terms of your belief system sure you might believe that because either it was true or because you believe that whatever the point is is that you've stayed in it so you believe that you deserve it versus what we see is actually true because you were you were actually treated that way, maybe, in the last relationship. Right. It's But, it, I, I but think you stayed. So you felt like you deserved it because it's going to happen anyway, maybe.
1: I don't... It's Okay, look. I'm very much... I have very... I've gotten into law of attraction a mm-hmm, lot. Mm-hmm. And... People have such a hard time with this concept because they're like, this is ridiculous. But I truly, truly believe that your point of attraction is what you think and you do create your reality. And it doesn't matter. You may think you're doing great, but if you have subconscious beliefs with resistance attached to them, like, oh, no, I'm going to find the love of my life, but I'm really scared because most guys hurt me. Duh. What's going to happen? You're literally going to go point of attraction and you're going to – There is not one person that I have ever dated that has been a complete jerk. They have acted in certain ways because I've also bl- had a belief system, and sure. my we 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 danced, yeah. we, we danced, you we danced. Both played, hard. you both played into yes. it, yeah. And I, I there, everybody, there's not one person that I've ever dated that has been a horrible human being. Anybody that I've fallen in love with, they are wonderful people. But you don't, you know? a-
0: but that's what I'm saying though. You don't actually think you're. I mean, you even know that, so you're not totally victimizing yourself by saying, well. These guys, you just made the point. Like, these guys are fucking horrible, and I've been fucked over, and I've been left. Or is this because
2: of where you are now in your life? It's
1: only because of where I am now. I can look back because I would look at other relationships and go, oh, my God, he was awful. Or whatever. Yes, Yes, there were awful things, but you know what? I wonder how... From playing my game, so if we want to be really honest and looking at me and what a typical bitch I was being in terms of, and I say typical bitch, I just read this book um, called "Men Don't Love Women Like You." We to yeah, by by G. L. Lambert, yeah. and it literally it's the harshest book I've ever read, but mixed with the with the with the with the softness and the cush of like Abraham Hicks, mm-hmm. and with oh. this, it all kind of came together for me, mm-hmm. and I went oh my God, like I thought I just needed a hug. I needed a kick in my ass. I love that. And it's like, and that is literally what's happened. It's making me look at myself and go, oh my God, I've been doing this my whole life, saying that I want something different, but I just keep doing the same thing. And there are red flags. We all do this. You see red flags, you paint them white. You see red flags, you paint them white. And then you go, you stay in this thing when you should have been like, you know what, this... I this just doesn't work. Yeah. Why? Because as women, all we want is love. Mm-hmm. We just we have this thing and where we want it now. We have biological clocks that are ticking. Oh we want to do all of these things that are happening mm-hmm. and women come from a completely different Space than guys do. Guys are like, guys aren't thinking like that. And you can't be afraid to say that. Like,
0: I had a sort of similar conversation with my boyfriend recently about, you know, steps in life and things. And I even said, I don't want us to make decisions based on, you know, uh, this is happening next month and uh, I'm this age. But at the end of the day, circumstances are real. And I'm also 36 years old. You have a daughter. I don't want to a be.
2: Oh, your your kid. Yeah, yeah. you have a son. Yeah,
0: My boyfriend has a daughter. And I'm like, I don't want to be 41 and having a baby. Like, let's think about... I'm just saying I don't want that. I'm not saying that we need to do it because... I have a time clock. Everything needs to come into play. But you can't be afraid
1: to say those things either. No. and, and i That's called vetting, by the way. Yeah. That's called vetting. And you both know what you it want. It was a bid for reassurance for sure. It was like, so I don't want to know. And, and, reassur- <laughs> like, and, that's, and that's a thing. But, you know, when you're in a healthy relationship and the, the thing is you meet somebody. So this book talks about being a game changer. Yeah. Or a placeholder. Yeah. And, what is that? And what I love about this is what hit hard for me. And this is this is not a victim statement. This is not me. This is me stepping up and going, whoomp, like, where's my power? Pa- my, my power is I have allowed myself to be a placeholder in every relationship because of the That's way – That's the common denominator for you? Yes. Okay. Because I – and they, they end up getting in their relationships and, you know, whatever, whatever happens. But, you, you know, you've heard – I don't know that I've done this for people, but – there's been a couple of people that I've dated that literally right after I dated them, they went and got married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a common, typical placeholder thing where you give everything and then you're in tears going, but I gave you everything I had. Well, that's the problem. Right. You don't do that. <laughs> and that has been my problem. I literally will bend over backwards and do whatever it is. And that's my... I get, let's say manipulation tactic, for lack of a better word, not that I'm consciously trying to do it, but if I love you the way that I do it, I did it, it, and I do all these things, you're going to do the same thing back. Sure. But you can't make anybody nope. change. They've got to they be ready. And wherever you are in your point of vibration at that time, you're going to attract the person yes. that is going to teach you that lesson. And yeah. and you're going to play and it's going to hurt and you're going to break up <laughs> yeah. okay. or somebody shifts and that person goes hold on a second i have a unicorn on my hands and you or you shift and you go i am no longer i am i am all strong and i I know what I deserve. So you
0: believe you can get into a situation where maybe two people are on two different points of vibration, but if the shift happens, then it can end up sort I th- of like up. It has yeah. to be. So has to
2: shift and everyone's for that to both. work out. Every, well, both. Yeah.
0: Everyone's on different points of vibration, I believe. And I've listened to Abraham Hicks. I know that. I know. You had your send, advice, We
1: send them to each and other. And you're
0: right. You're right. It is true. And I think yeah. everyone's on a, di- and, and that's just, and, and without even getting esoteric, it's just like, We can say instead of point of vibration, everybody's different. Everybody's going through their own things. Everyone's on their own timetable. Everyone's doing their own shit. Yeah. So that's what we mean by that. And sometimes, you know, there's a process and it feels scary to get into a relationship because you start to see those different levels. Like I'm here and you're here or here or here or whatever. Yeah. And so at some point. Yeah. The slow burn. You catch up to each other. You, On your
1: own wavelengths. If you if you do now here's the here's the interesting thing about this too. Oh, this you're goes, making me nervous. This, is it, is it? Am I making you nervous? <laughs> a little bit. It's okay.
2: Really? No, it's it, fine. Not me. It, I just want to know how you even came up with this concept for the podcast yeah. because you know was it that you realized you need to start doing the work so you're like well I'm going to go into reading all these self help books and break them down or how did this even come about? Okay, so I am
1: just a self help junkie in general and I I can give great advice yeah, for sure. But I can attest to that. I, thank you. I can give great advice. I just don't take it as well. I, I mean, it's it a is... a common thing. Right? So, like, if you guys saw my Amazon account, you would think I was batshit <laughs> crazy with all of the self-help books and the titles. It's yeah. You know? It's, yeah. like, crazy. But it's true. And I started thinking, how fun would this be? How fun would this be just to, like, break down self-help books? Because yeah. everybody's fucked up. And everybody and, turns and, to them at some point. Yeah. And then... What I realized listening to the podcast is literally cringe-worthy moments in my own dialogue of what I'm saying about how codependent I am or I don't know, I just, I, I did it or like whatever it is that I'm saying, try uh, hearing my relationship, hearing what I'm doing and how much shit I'm eating and going Oh my God! This, this is happening. Like yeah. this is, I'm letting this happen. You're able to like sort of step out of yourself. I'm like and my own, I'm on my own supporting character totally. in my own movie. But totally. you know, and you know, and I'm, it's like I'm split. Yeah. It's like there's a there's a me that's very strong, and then there's this other one that's like, yeah, I'm really not too sure. I'm really, I'm really nervous. You know, I'm okay, really fine. vulnerable. Totally good. But listen, to give yourself credit, both of those Kristas are really honest.
0: Yeah, that's very true. And there's no way that you could step outside of yourself without having that ability to be honest, because you wouldn't even recognize the difference between the two of you. Yeah. Because she's multiple personalities.
2: (laughs) Right. Um, Which is a different self-help book. um, I think, you know, what's cool about having a podcast, I guess, in our case, I mean, ours too, because we've been doing this now forever. Yeah. But all we've grown and, you know, changed (laughs) as it's happening as well. And the great thing is we can listen back and you can listen to yourself and reflect, It's its own version of therapy. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, is you're actually taking it one step further and acknowledging and trying to make improvement. I oh, I just want to be better. I just, uh, I just want to be the
1: most aligned, powerful, like in in terms of just attracting the, the the best life for myself. That's yeah. it, and, and that comes in people, uh, forms of people, and friends, and the people that aren't working. You go, I'm good with this. Like, I'm. It's constantly about shedding that skin and becoming better and better. And I but think it starts inside. A
0: key word there is constant, and yeah. Also, to partner up with that is maintenance. Like, it's not just like, and you, I'm sure would agree, but for those listening, like, it's not just like I'm going to do this one time and be good. This is something you will constantly have to do. Right. I think if you oh want to continue yes. to grow and learn and reflect it's a constant maintenance in a relationship it is a constant maintenance that's why things feel like they sort of go through an ebb and flow because you're constantly trying to communicate and figure out how to speak with each other and move through the problems. And that it's a constant thing. You don't just like talk about it one time and then you're like,
1: okay, well, that's it. But like, yeah, and you-, you said something <laughs> earlier about like, you, you think like you're you're both going down this thing and somebody's here and somebody's here, but then you think you're going to meet up. That's awesome if you're both like going downstream. But what we do a lot of times as women is we wait and we go, I'm going to hold on to this tree trunk until you join me. Or you're like. <laughs> Paddling backwards. Paddling backwards. It's yes. Like just drop your fucking oar and go with the flow. Just drop your oar. Go with the flow. And that's another thing is like when you're rowing the boat and you're like, no, no, no. I'm going to come and get you. And they're, you know. You're let, never going to. Let go. Let go. Let go. Right. And you can be like, I can't see you anymore. You oh, know? I
2: Do you think maybe that part of that is that you know you're a strong person? Like you've obviously been through I've some I've got to be. But do <laughs> yeah. so you think or I think or I've felt in the past for reasons I've stayed in things is that. I'm strong enough for both of us. I will help get you to where I am. It's a control thing, ultimately. Also, it's like, well, here's the other thing. You know you're in love. You've already accomplished that. You know that's a hard thing to get to. It's a hard thing to let go of because you you've been told your whole life that's enough. Love is enough. That and more in the direction of where we're at right now in the world of dating and relationships. It's fucking hard out there to find anybody that you're even gonna love. So like for me, I know that I haven't found anyone I even like enough to go like more than a couple months of dating. Yeah. And this has been now years. So in my past relationship, I was like, well then I have to start over, and I don't know Mm -hmm. if I'm gonna find somebody, and I already love somebody, so I'm gonna make this one work, and I'm gonna fit around a square peg right, into in a, a round hole. hole and i got that one i, probably, <laughs> you I, did it. I said it because i knew you yeah. would probably need help but no, you didn't. I did it i did it, it was um, good so that was really thank it. you so um <laughs> like i just think that sometimes we as women we are strong I mean, yeah. they say we are the stronger sex but we feel that we can nurture someone yeah. and help get them there and we don't want to give up on this thing and you know, we see the good in you and it's all of these like weird empathetic things and we're like well yeah. they've been so damaged I'm just gonna help them and I know that they mean well and it's like we make a million that is, excuses that for is them tip-
1: and that is typical painting bitch behavior and, t- and painting the red flags white yes I mean here's the thing and this I keep bringing up this book it's so good but I mean it's harsh it is like there's some places in there that you're like Ugh, I don't I know I love harsh so
0: but I, d- I respond to harsh but you should know that going into this if it's something that turns you off maybe find there's a whole right. bunch of different self-help. But if, yeah. harsh, if Harsh speaks to you, then this is the book well, for Well,
1: here's the thing. It is, it's it's, it's exactly what I needed. But the, the thing is, it talks about how all women are, most women, not all, because there are some badass bitches out there that are like, I do not have time for that. Hasn't been me, but I don't um, know that that. But,
0: ma- <laughs> but hold on, though, I don't, I don't know that that doesn't make you a badass bitch. But I hear what you're saying.
1: No, I'm talking in pure goddess form of like I'm going to create oh, exactly, sure. and okay. I do not have, I don't have time. Sure, the minute that something doesn't feel good, it's not about you're a jerk. It's about this isn't working for me because you can't step up to be who I who I right. who who I want. And so cool. Who do you want? Because it's your life, sure, right? But what we do is we, we is is we wait, and we think that by telling guys, um, you know, I'm different than most women. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, this is like a first date. Tell me, tell me what it is that you bring to the table. And she's like, well, you know, I I have a degree in this. I have a, a podcast. I do this. Tell I do that. All <laughs> of these things. Blah 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 typical because we're just like saying all this stuff instead of what we really are mm-hmm. and it says in the book it's like guys guys, you're like a hamburger guys see you on the they, they know you're going to be on the menu mm-hmm. and it's like when they ask you what you bring to the table, your response is, I am the fucking table. And that is and that is exactly where that goes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, yeah so wait. So your
0: response should be, I am the table? Or that's what we do when it's wrong?
1: No. We should. We are the table. Yeah, No, like, I understand what and, you're saying. But yes, we try it. to go, oh, I can put this on the table. I can do but this and like, this and this. I and
0: this. can make the table look really cute with a cute tablecloth. And I can put all that. What food do you like? I can make that for you. I can make the steak. <sighs> I can be that. Yeah, no. <sighs> that's me. I, that's, that's been me. Oh, I do it, too. <laughs>
1: That's, That's trust been me. me.
0: And I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with doing that. Obviously, when you love somebody, friend or boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever, you, of course, you that that's a way to show yeah. like, love and affection is to get like i you know jen just gave me this beautiful computer i love case. that i just saw that the Fox other day she wanted to give me something nice probably because yeah. she thinks i'm the best
1: yeah she does it's true so but so, the it's so okay, yeah do, it. do have there's get more there. so oh, yeah, but it's i think
0: really that's good. okay to do those things but yes all while knowing that you are the table i
2: think the point is is that it's nice to be a nice person and do nice things because you genuinely want to do those things but it's not something you should lead with because you need validation You're Right, you don't want to prove that you're domesticated and that you're going to be the most perfect wife and but mother. But isn't and all that these where? But isn't that where we get it from?
1: Uh, like, there's like we have learned a lot of us have learned how to be and what a man is and how to be a woman from our mothers who learned from their mother who, who had the same basic mentality
2: for totally. the most part. Yeah,
1: and then we go the way to a man's heart is through his tummy. You know, keep them sad. like all of these things that we,
2: you know, <laughs> or whatever it is. I hope he knows how to order both Yeah, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we're that, gonna start, and starve. sometimes that's
0: true. Like my boyfriend happens to like when I cook, and he also cooks and does a fantastic job and doesn't have a problem doing it. He happens to like when I do it, and I like doing it. So right. it's not like it's not even about like oh, I'm supposed to do this because I'm the woman. Like I actually like do it. So yeah. I mean, find your own dynamic. It just happens to ring true with so, that belief, but.
1: I have a question for you. And this, I'm just, I've been sitting here thinking about it ever since you said whatever I was saying was giving you anxiety. Why?
0: No, because when you start talking about, like, you know, it's just, I'm constantly in reflection about what's going on and I'm over analytical. So I'm constantly like, well, what does that mean? Well, what am I doing? Well, what did the past mean? My brain is like on overdrive. And I will fully admit that I. I'm over analytical and I don't always think that's bad. So when someone starts to talk about something and different paths and different levels and where you're, you know, my boyfriend and I are on, we have different, we are that point of, of, um, the energy points are different for us and yeah. that's not a bad thing but we started out very different too i was in right. a different place than he was in a different place so yeah i mean sometimes i'm like what does that I mean is that you okay mean, you know what yeah. i mean? like i think oh my god are we are does think do things line up ever they do they most likely obviously do whether i wouldn't be here and either would he but you know yeah. it, it no, brings... you guys
1: communicate really well and that's half the battle yes you I know think we do communicate where
0: yeah. he happens to be a very from my experience a very good communicator for a male He's a lot of female energy around him and i think he's somehow worked with that that's
1: so important and i recognize number one i I recognize
0: (laughs) it i mean sometimes he will you know his daughter will be like daddy i i hurt myself and he's like you're okay and she's like no i'm not and he's like you're okay she's like you didn't even ask what i did (laughs) and you didn't even
2: ask what happened And two minutes
0: before i'm like making a face at him for doing something about some fucking Facebook post from some stupid person and and, he, and I just have to recognize in those moments like I've out loud been like oh my god I'm so sorry and he looks like he's about to cry he's like I fucking can't with the females and the emotions and I have to recognize it but also we are who we are and like he right. but he happens to be around it a lot and he's his dog is a girl and he's all of the girls and so he always says it's my cross to bear I shouldn't have wished for it all my life because, you know, as a man, you're like, I want all the
2: girls. Oh, and that's really like, funny. Oh, my
1: God, no. Be more like, specific. Right? Yeah, <laughs>
2: I think That's the best thing to do with manifesting is being specific. So now, right. yeah. having learned all the things you've learned and you read a different book every week and cover it on your show, where are you at right now? Like, what's your next book? What's the next goal I you want to accomplish with your own self-learning? I haven't
1: figured it out yet, but you know what? I've, I, I'm going to say this out loud because I've been thinking about it for a couple of days. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm going to put it out there. I want to write a book.
2: <gasps> about yes. what?
1: About the, this? everything that I was talking about, I love about it. starting from the you place should. where I was, from my childhood, what happened to me, my subconscious beliefs, my the trauma, the things that I went through, how that shaped me and molded me, yeah. and how I'm coming out of it and the truths that uh, within each of these relationships. Um, there's something about it that's not the angle, but as I was thinking about it, I was like, God, I think just like you, Lauren, like I, I think about my stuff all the time, and I overanalyze it all. So why not put it on pages? Well, it's yeah. also
0: specific to you, but generally going to help so many yeah. people, right? I that's my
1: goal. So yeah. the go- the end goal is, and the reason for your podcast and the reason for my podcast was that I could connect with women and also men sure. because men, there are some men that want that want to do that but i'm such a girl's girl yeah, like i you are I, I, don't, I don't have many guy friends. I have all girls... I mean, I do, you but do. I don't go hang out with them and be like, let's go have coffee. I would much rather go hang out with my girls. <laughs> yeah. Says the girl wearing the Star Wars hat. <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> no, no, it's just funny no. because
2: you're a girl's girl that also likes that kind of stuff. So. But that
0: I think that's why you're also able to have guy yeah. friends and you're not one of those girls that like, girls are pate.
1: I can't. Yeah, no, so no. I want to inspire and empower women in, in, in such a way that I... I it, it really is. I... I look at stuff and I, and I, right now, I will tell you something. I'm at a place right now where I feel a little bit more harsh in terms of my thinking because I'm a little angry. That's okay. I'm a little angry with With what what? I've allowed. Yeah. Sure. And where I was, where I was, but inspired at the same time. So there's like an engine on. Both sides of the train, and they're go.
0: They're like, but that's way. good. You have to move yeah. through what you're going through, and anger is part of the process mm-hmm. of letting go and and it, grieving right? something, yeah. and then but using it
2: to your advantage, right. which is great. I will say that that's what I went through too after my relationship. That was like I looked at myself and I was like, I'm so embarrassed by my own behavior by your at uh, yeah, and this is why. At some point, you and I had talked, yeah, and I gave you the advice I gave, and it's uh-huh. super harsh. And the way I directly give information is very much like, don't do this thing. A, I lived through it, so just don't do what I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And B, trust me when I say this because I care about you. Yeah. So it comes from those both those places. I've lived through it and I care about you. So I relate very much to a harsh book. Now, not the one we read, which was the subtle art of like not giving a fuck. I didn't like that one. No. But when you're going to love this one. Yeah, I'm sure because I think we're both on the same page where it's like, no, just no.
1: Yeah and it, it gets you to the other it gets you to the end where he it is all is, is all quicker, about manifest it's all about manifesting and it's all about looking at yourself in the mirror and he's literally like you have to Look, I, this is not the right look today, but he's like you have to look in the mirror and say I want to you want to have to you you want to want to fuck yourself. Is basically <laughs> what he's saying every day. So that direct. And I yeah. was like this morning I was like I'm going to not do that today, but no. <laughs> I had insomnia last night. I only slept for 2 hours. So. Well, you, you look can amazing. Still look. But well, so that cuz I have a hat and sunglasses. No, quiet. no, you look great. I but mean, so
2: going back to like something being that harsh and direct it's obviously not for everybody, but if you need a slap in the face, as far as like to kick yourself into a high kick gear, in the butt. But, yeah, then I think maybe this makes sense. It's like a velvet oh, hammer. Oh, I love that so much. I know it's like very like because Sexy and as, sassy as, as all much as
1: much as he is harsh in his, he says the f bomb a lot. Love like, it. As I was saying, when he says the thing, the like the word, yes, yeah, all pussy? women, all women are pussy until proven
2: wifey is part of the.
1: Oh, yeah, it goes right. pretty. Yeah. No, I'm uh, listen.
0: I don't I'm not bothered by harsh language. I, yeah. I, I respond yeah. to it.
2: I would like to know, though, if there's this book for men, too, because like I think someone needs to really whip them into shape also. Well, the, he
1: he does have he, there. There are parts of this that if a guy read this book, he has a blog. So it's um I think it's black girls are easy is his blog. <laughs> And oh, – okay. or something like that. I think that's what it is. And he also – he's like, fellas, da-da-da-da. Like, he'll get into it. He's awesome. Oh, and, I want okay. to I mean, yeah. there's so much. Can't I'm wait. such a Ordering big fan of this guy. He also has a book called Ho Tactics, which I haven't Stop read yet. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Like, no, he's awesome. I am so – I – do I get like a commission on his books? I think you I should. Mean, okay, so
0: one more time, the book and the author. What's it called,
1: uh it's GL Lambert and it's called Men Don't Love Women Like You. And Krista that's goes over it against. on her podcast. I do. And, uh, that's my yeah. last podcast I just did, episode six. I Yay. had Chris Yay. Red and Jasmine Waltz
0: on. Um it was fun. okay, well before we let you go, we're gonna play a really quick game. The quickest. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yeah. So Labor Day is this weekend, which means it's the unofficial end of summer. Um, So many celebrities have coupled up during like summertime. And and we've been hearing about all these people that you're like, those two, really? Okay, cool. Well, we want to see if these people can stand the test of cuffing season, which is when people like either really the do holidays. get together or if they split up because they're like, well, I don't want to give that person presents and stuff and it's going to be awkward and I don't yeah. really want to bring them home to my family. So... Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a real thing. So we're going to ask you if you think two people are a match and if you do, you're going to say, fuck yeah. And if you think they're, they're just a fling and it's going to fizzle, you say, oh, fucked up.
1: In okay, game, let's go. We like
2: to call Let's Get F'd, inspired by your podcast. Oh
1: yes. my God. See, I'm already having inspiration. God. Okay, so yeah.
0: here we go. What do you think? Fuck yeah, if you think they're going to last, and fucked up if not. J Lo and A Rod. Uh, f-
1: fucked up?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kay. Yeah. She, right, she
2: goes through them. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that path before. Yeah. So, uh, Courtney yeah. Kardashian and Eunice Benjamin
0: fucked up yeah because <laughs> who the hell kate hudson and danny Fujikawa.
1: don't know but yeah but let's... kate hudson i mean yeah i don't know i i adore her she's like such a free spirit but i'd say fucked up because yeah. like she's gonna but maybe she's maybe she's at the point that we all are right. now where maybe she's getting to know yeah. herself so okay and I maybe love there's like a point of attraction and it's gonna right. be love forever yeah
2: forever and ever what about little brooklyn beckham and madison beer don't know, but but I will say guys. I'm just gonna interject
0: and say fucked up because they're so young. Like really, that's what no. the, yeah. when
1: you said little. Da, 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 yeah, I yeah. don't even know who these people I are Brooklyn the, Beckham oh, yeah. is
0: the, the Beckham David Beckham's son. son. He's like one of the older uh,
1: ones, and he's okay. dating so, some singer. Yeah, that. they're used used to like to 19. Chloe Moretz. Oh, then that no, they're just gonna have
2: fun. Yeah, yeah they're he's too like young. 19 or something. Okay, how about this one? Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon again. again.
1: Oh, that would be cool. I would like to. I would like to see that happen. Are I you? Can. Do you subscribe to the?
0: If, if it's already, you've already been broken up. Why? Get you know back what? To-
1: you could. Yeah, people. I I know people that have done that. I always want the. I always want the happy ending, and okay. they seem to really love each other. So I'm going to say fuck yeah on that. Okay, one. good. Yeah. Okay.
0: Naya Rivera <laughs> and David Spade.
1: I don't know who
0: Naya Rivera is David from glee, Spade. And he's David Spade.
2: I don't know who Naya Rivera is. Who is she? Young. She's like she a was, young
0: actress that she had was a with baby. Big Sean.
2: Then she married some other dude.
0: Had a baby and is divorced. She's like 30 something and she was Maybe on glee. Maybe just 30. She you was know, on glee.
2: I I don't
1: know. I would probably say there's not a lot of longevity. So I, fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh how about Guess who's back again? Chris Pratt and Anna Faris. Yes,
1: that's. Can we please like have them be together I forever? Could we just vote that that works out. Can I we just have so. them be together let's forever? All say Fuck, yeah. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Okay, They're going good. to couples
2: counseling. Which, by the way, I feel like they should have just tried that per- like first and then released the statement after. Yeah, right. Well, I think you know, I need to have them on my podcast. Oh my you god, should. for sure. We're she gonna read them, a book. So let's do it.
0: Um, okay, guys, Krista, thank you so much for coming in. Remind everyone where they can listen to your podcast. Well, you
1: can, uh, You could. it's so effed up, it's funny. Um, and you can listen to it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And yeah. they can follow you. Uh, Krista Allen XO on, on Twitter, Instagram, on all the things. And then when will you be performing comedy again? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to finish this movie, and then I'm going to write some new stuff, and I'll let you know. But it's probably going to be at least a month out.
0: Okay, and the yeah. reality show is on Lifetime Wednesday Reality nights. show's on
1: Lifetime. I'm doing it with my son. My son yes. is 20. His name is Jake. It's awesome. It's super fun, but weird. And uh, <laughs> right. as reality TV and, is. And yeah. yeah, it's so funny. But yeah, Lifetime.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. Alright, thank you so much for coming in again.
2: Guys. And
0: don't forget to tune in next week for our favorite sparkly unicorn, Jake what? Dupree. We are so excited <laughs> to have him in. and We're going to squeal
2: a <laughs> lot. Uh, yeah, and there's going to
0: be <laughs> glitter everywhere. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show. And where can people find you, Lauren? At Lauren Lee and Ellie on all of the things. And
2: you can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all of the things. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Love Love you long time.
1: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin
0: Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.